This show is produced by the Hartman Media Company. For more information and links to all our great podcasts, visit HartmanMedia.com. Welcome to the Solomon Success Show, where we explore the timeless wisdom of King Solomon and the Bible as it relates to business and investing. False prophets and get-rich-quick schemes are everywhere. Let's not be distracted by these. Instead, let's go to the source, the eternal principles that create a life of peace, power, and prosperity. Here's our host, Jason Hartman. It's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Pete Sulak to the show. He is host of the syndicated radio show Kingdom Business, founder of Matthew 10 Ministries, owner of Exodus Chiropractic International. He's an ambassador to the United Nations and author of The Joseph Blessing, Change the World with Your God-Given Dream. Pete, welcome. How are you? I'm doing really good. It's an honor to be with you today and excited to talk about just kingdom principles and uh, kingdom business. Well, I'm excited too. But first, I have to ask you, you're an ambassador to the UN? Tell us about that. You know, I've been given an opportunity to meet with a lot of the ambassadors. I work with an entity called Project One, who's been there for a number of years. And really, it's opened up the doors for us to help with the millennial goals at the UN, allow us to meet some of the most basic needs in various countries. I've had the opportunity to be with the ambassador of Iraq, South Africa. We've been with the ambassador of Bangladesh and and many other ambassadors there. You know, there's so many needs around the world, and my heart is simply to meet a need to earn my right to share a message which I believe is life-changing and transformational. But wherever we go in the life, you know, I'd like to tell people, hey, I might have the best message in the world, but if you are hungry, I don't feed you, then what I share with you will fall on deaf ears. And it's really a way that we can infiltrate the nations of the earth to meet a need and um, share with them truth and empower them to live a better life. Is the UN as uh, corrupt an organization as I and so many others believe it is? I mean, I just always thought it was like crazy that these dictators seem to run the UN and they talk about human rights. You know, yeah. They got like, didn't, you know, didn't, didn't they have uh, Muammar Gaddafi on the Security Council? <laughs> I mean, you know, just yeah. like, you, you couldn't, know, you couldn't it, make it, fiction like this. <laughs> yeah. And there's many, <laughs> trust me, you know, I've been there and you see everything there. I got a word from just in my spirit years ago that said that God was raising up Joseph's of this hour to infiltrate the Egypts of this world. And uh, I think the UN would be the epitome of the Egypts of this world. But to really meet a need, no matter where we go, it's amazing the doors that will open up for you. And it allows me to share my heart, allows me to share my love for God around the world. And uh, it gives me a platform where many other people do not have a platform. Let's talk a little bit about some biblical principles for business and investing, if we can. Uh, You know, of course, the Bible teaches us about the five talents. It teaches us about sowing and reaping. You know, you could definitely say that part of it is a financial guide, couldn't you? You know, it, it is. You know, the, the Word of God talks about the hand of the diligent will rule. The hand of the diligent will be made to prosper. It talks about sowing and reaping. You know, the Word of God says, Do not be deceived. I am not mocked. Whatever man sows, he shall reap. You know, when it comes to business, when it comes to biblical principles, even in Deuteronomy, it says, Be careful lest you think that it's your power that's gained you this wealth. You know, we put so much confidence in ourselves in America, in this world, and it's the self-centeredness, the self-confidence. But the Word of God says, blessed is he who puts his confidence in the Lord, but cursed is he who puts his confidence in himself. 
And there's biblical principles that God's given us that all of us can use. He reigns on the just and the unjust. And if we apply these biblical principles to our lives, we reap the benefits from it. But there's such a freedom, too, when I can put my confidence in the living God, my confidence in Him, and then I move and breathe and have my being in Him. And then when I work in Him and I operate in Him, there's a supernatural increase. There's a supernatural acceleration that takes place. You know, it's one of those things I tell people all the time. The Lord said to me, quit dipping below the clouds. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, quit fighting spiritual battles with earthly armor. He said, come up with me high above all principalities and powers where the battle's not yours, it's mine, the victory's already won. Where there's acceleration and increase and there's rest. You know, so often we burn the midnight oil, you know, and earning and deserving and striving to get ahead. But just one word from the Father changes everything. And there's principles from the Word of God that we can apply to our life. And then you couple that with a relationship and being led by Him. Uh, it's amazing what God will do. Tell us more about fighting battles with earthly armor. That's an interesting statement. Expand on that a little bit, if you would. Yeah, I just come in contact with so many individuals that are just, they're burnt out with life. It's like they're beating a dead horse. And I talk to them, and you know, the world, and maybe say they're successful in their eyes, but they're exhausted, they're wore out. You know, it's all about earning, deserving, and striving, keeping up with the Joneses. And there's a freedom that you can have in Christ when we come up with Him. We're above principalities and powers. You know, God says we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Seated with authority that we've been given, where His yoke is easy, His burden is light, where He literally fights for us. It reminds me of a, a dream I had, and I was on a, got on a bus, the Lord says, give up the keys to your bus, get on my bus, and I'll bring you to the exact destiny that I've called you to. But so often we like to pick up the keys to our own life, and uh, we do things by might and power. But unless the Lord builds the house, it's built in vain. And so when the Lord says, quit dipping below the clouds, quit fighting spiritual battles with earthly armor, you know, God's given us all power and authority over all the power of the enemy. If we would just literally submit to that and um, come up with him and experience the rest and, and the freedom and the liberty of literally being a child of God and, and being led by him, coming into a relationship where he leads us and guides us. You know, many are the plans of man, but he orders our steps. There's so much freedom when I can operate in business with biblical principles of success in business. There's an acceleration, and I have a favor with him and with man. And God's opened up doors that really no man can close, and it's a, I can't take any credit for it. You know, there's so many that come across, too, and they have so much confidence in themselves. And in fact, we are trained in America to put confidence in our gift sets. And so it's all about what I'm good at. Okay? But there's a freedom when we begin to embrace what we're weak at. And when we come to the end of ourselves, you know, so often I think that, you know, we come to the end of ourselves and feel like we have no faith, like we have no more faith for something, and we've done everything we can, we come to the end of ourselves, and it's like, you know, I want to give up. And actually, we think it's the end when we give up, but it's actually the beginning. Because it's when we come to the end of ourselves that our confidence moves from being in ourselves and what we do to the living God and what God can do. And blessed is he, Jeremiah 17, 7 says, blessed is he who puts his confidence in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. For even in the midst of famine and drought, you continue to bear fruit. But in Jeremiah 17, 5, it says something very interesting. It says, cursed is he who puts his confidence in himself, the flesh, and the world system. But that's literally what we've done in America. It's because ourselves have become the greatest idol in America is ourself and the confidence in ourself and what we can do. But there's no freedom there. Cursed is he who puts his confidence in himself. 
Let's just dissect that a little bit, if we could. Why is that bad? I mean, don't we need to have uh, some certain level of confidence in ourselves to go out and achieve things and do things in the world and to, to influence people? Isn't that good? You know, for example, like Ayn Rand, who is an atheist, uh, or was an atheist, I should say, um, you know, and I'm not espousing that idea, but she is the one who kind of gave credit to the ego where almost everybody says, oh, ego is bad, but it's just more about healthy balance here, isn't it? I believe the hand of the diligent does rule, you know, is made to prosper. I believe, you know, what's diligence? It's creative persistence, rightly planned with a divine working effort and wise counsel. But I know in my own life, when I seem to have all the answers, I get myself in trouble. The Word of God says, having gifts differing according to the grace given to you, utilize those gifts so we can operate as a, in the fullness of God, that we can operate as a body of Christ. Probably the time that I was liberated the most in my life was when the Lord said, begin to embrace your weaknesses. I said, Lord, embrace my weaknesses. You know, it's all about our strengths. He said, if you begin to embrace your weaknesses, I will surround you with people that are strong in areas that you are weak. And not only that, I will become strong in areas that you are weak. For my power is made perfect in weakness. And I just know when I begin to study some of the, the key successful business leaders in the world that I've had the opportunity to spend time with and billionaires and multimillionaires, the thing I find about them is, one, that they walk humbly. They don't think more highly of themselves than they ought to. It's actually the ones that are the most successful that actually realize that the success in their life is typically not because of them but in spite of them, but they have good people that have surrounded them. And when I begin to embrace my weaknesses – as sometimes humiliating as that is, it's so freeing because then I could begin to surround myself and God does it with people that are strong in those areas that I'm weak. It's like, you know, the difference is, is like that pastor, that's the pastor, the elder, the deacon, you know, he's the janitor and he's there to open up the door in the morning and close the door in the evening. He does everything. He's the jack of all trades. But then you have those that have a team around them. They fill their lane. There's so much freedom there. I, people say all the time, they say, well, Dr. Pete, how do you do all the stuff that you're doing? It's because I have great people in my life. I have people that are strong in areas that I'm weak, and I'm comfortable in my own skin. You know, the Apostle Paul says, I don't boast in my strengths, but I boast in my weaknesses. Why? Because when I am weak, he is strong in my behalf. And for me, that's one of the most liberating things I've ever, revelations I've ever had, is it's okay to know that I don't have to be good at everything. And when we begin to surround ourselves with a team of individuals that are strong in areas that we are weak, we can make such a greater impact, not only in business, not only in life, but in relationships and everything. And my staff, whether it's the different companies I run or the radio or TV or whatever that we do at the UN, it's just very liberating to know that I don't have to wear all those hats. I can surround myself with people that are strong in areas that I'm weak. Yeah, good. I think one of the one of the things you didn't say it, although it almost the message is clear in there. By embracing weaknesses, we can have enough humility to know we've got to find a, the right person to take care of that part of our life and our business, right? Yeah, and I believe it is. I believe we're known by our fruit, and so. Now, let's be honest, the wheat and the chaff come up and they look the same when they're in the ground, but when they come up, it's... So I've had a lot of business owners that said, well, Dr. Pete, I hired this individual and, you know, they look so good that they measured out and everything. And then all of a sudden they were with me for a while. And then it was just like a completely different person because, you know, the wheat and the chaff does come up together, but um, don't lose faith in that. And so I've hired a lot of people that later on, you know, they didn't have the same desires or the same heart or the same 
passion that I did, and that's okay. You know, we learn from that. Even in the, in the midst of adversity and affliction, the Lord says, I will reveal myself as your teacher. And so I'll be the first one to tell you I've made some bad hiring decisions, but uh, overall, you know, when people can fill their lanes and not have to try to impress and, can, and operate in their gift set and the anointing on their life and that gift set, and then we can all fill those lanes. We can just make such a profound impact on society and business, on even profitability. We can become so much more profitable when we fill our lanes uh, effectively. Yeah, great point, great point. Give out your website, if you would, and then I've got a final question for you, Pete. One of our websites is Matthew10.com. It's really my ministry website, and that's really my offering to the Lord. We do mass crusades around the year. We have children's homes. And a new company we have is UHA12.com. That's UHA12.com. And really just empowering people to be healthy, and their health is the foundation of everything that they do. I just know that if any of us are going to fulfill the call of God in our life, we have to make sure that our health which is the foundation, is as strong as it can possibly be. Very good point. Maybe close on anything I didn't ask you or anything we didn't talk about, or if you can't think of something off the top of your head, maybe take the topic of worry and address that for just a moment, if you would, in closing. You know, I've had the opportunity to serve a million patients now over the last 13 years. I've come to my office from and now all over the world every week. And one of the things I see and is very prevalent is this, anxiety, this fear, this worry. You know, the Word of God says that his yoke is easy, his burden is light, and he will replace a spirit of heaviness with a garment of praise. And he's not giving us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And it's really, he gives us freedom that says, you know, when we do live in worry, anxiety, and fear, that we can come boldly to the throne of grace to attain grace and mercy in a time of need that we can come and we can cast every care upon the Lord, for he truly does care for us. And no matter where you might find yourself or anyone listening might find themselves, is to literally to begin to cast those cares upon, hardening us to the difficulties that surround us. And it even says that when the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, God will come to give life and give it more abundantly. He will restore and make all things new. And so no matter how bad it gets, begin to thank him for the good things, the little things, the things that we take for granted, the fact that many of you listening live in America, where we do, most of us have a roof over our heads, and uh, we have a nice warm meal, most often than not, when there's so many people that are struggling around the world. If we begin to just become thankful, live in a spirit of thankfulness and trust, trust in the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. There's great freedom when I can lay everything at his feet that I don't have to have all the answers, I don't have to be strong, and even when I'm weak, my God will be strong in the midst of my weakness. Excellent point. Pete Sulak, thank you so much for joining us. This show is produced by the Hartman Media Company, all rights reserved. For distribution or publication rights and media interviews, please visit www.hartmanmedia.com or email media at hartmanmedia.com. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own, and the host is acting on behalf of Platinum Properties Investor Network, Inc. exclusively.